Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. What a great day to tune in to our radio show today because we're going to be talking about all sorts of things related to business real estate today. In fact, we're going to be looking at some of the action that's going on in downtown Reno because later on the show, I have a guest coming in to visit with us. Her name is Nadia Beacon. Nadia is the owner of a business in downtown Reno that has seen a lot of changes in the years that she's lived here in northern Nevada. She's going to give us some background and some guidance on running a downtown business. Also later on the show, I will be talking about the latest stats from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. The numbers continue to grow as far as values of homes, but it doesn't seem to be slowing the action down. More and more people want to buy homes. People from other states want to buy homes in northern Nevada. How are we going to help them out and how are we going to be helping the people that live here already? We'll talk about those things and more after this quick message. Excel your skills in the job market. Nevada Technology Academy offers training from the IBM Skills Academy, nvtechacademy.com. Register for classes like artificial intelligence, systems that can program themselves, blockchain that can do for business what the internet did for communications. Excel your skills in the job market. Classes start soon. Visit nvtechacademy.com. That's nvtechacademy.com. SunTech Storm Windows are the clear, tough, versatile way to lock out cold winter drafts on your windows and doors. If you want to immediately reduce your energy bill, call SunTech 224-5093 for a free estimate. SunTech Storm Windows are a great alternative. In fact, 60% less cost than those high-priced dual or triple-pane windows. Want to keep the cold out, the heat in, and save money? Call SunTech 775-224-5093 for fast, friendly installation. The best thing you can do for your business, Nevada Real Estate Radio. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. You're tuned in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for tuning in to our show today. I get a lot of great advice and guidance on my business from one person, Sherry Hill. Sherry is the president and CEO of Sage International. What an awesome mind she has. 27 years of helping business owners start, grow, and expand their businesses, at the very least, get that great advice that you can only get from somebody that doesn't have that personal connection with you. You need somebody that will give you the professional services that you need. Call Sherry Hill at Sage International so she can help you with your business. Top-rated business instructor, national speaker, creative mentor, master connector, Sherry Hill. Give her a call, 800-254-5779. And tell her that Peter sent you. I'm having a good time today because I get to talk about some of the favorite things in my world. First of all, I'd like you all to know, as you may have heard, I am a beekeeper. And this past weekend, we had a chance to get our beekeeping harvesting session done. And it was fantastic. It's just so much fun to collect honey from a beehive that you've taken care of all year long. Some people... They don't understand what it's like to be a beekeeper. But let me explain it this way. When I was a young man in high school, I worked at a dairy. And we had to take care of cows. And those cows had to be fed and tended to. And at certain times of the day, we'd milk them and the milk 
we would sell, and there you go. It's a nonstop process. It just so happens the cows need to be milked twice a day. Bees, on the other hand, need to be milked once a year. And so we have milked those bees, and the honey is outstanding. The next listener that gives us a call and says, we want a sample of Peter's Bistro honey, just going to get, you're going to get an eight ounce jar. Call 775-223-3428. Leave a message and say, I want a sample of Peter's Bistro honey. And I'll be putting it in your hands very quickly. You know, there's been so much talk in the media lately about the post office, right? And about, the, of course, it's all related to the upcoming election. But there are those who are for and against doing the election via mail. But as a stamp collector, ladies and gentlemen, I think this is going to be a great stamp collecting opportunity. Will they be stamps or will they be metered postage that we use on many of those ballots? I'm sure most of it is going to be metered and you're going to see very little usage of stamps, except for one ballot. And <laughs> guess which ballot that's going to be? The ballot from Peter Padilla. What I really want to do with this ballot is I want to get a cancellation, a election day cancellation. But you know, I've struggled to figure out how to do this. I've worked with stamps and stamp collecting before. I've arranged to get first day cancellations on upcoming events, but this is a little different. Uh, it might be something that I have to do on my own. And I know that there are, in the history of stamp collecting, there were uh, private caches of some sort that were put together that are great collectibles at this time. And I am going to put something together that is going to be knockout. Awesome as a stamp collector for the 2020 presidential election. So you wonder, how do I know about all these things? How do I get this kind of background? How do I even get motivated to do something like this? Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, today I have an outstanding guest with me in the studio. Her name is Nadia Beacon. And Nadia is the owner of a downtown Reno business called RenoStamps.com and Classic Nevada. Nadia, welcome to our show. Thank you. So you're an atheist and I'm a philatelist. Well, actually, uh, I'm a... I'm a um, beekeeper. I'm a beekeeper, yeah, but I'm also a philatelist as well. Yeah. So uh, what I'm trying to do is get you to become an atheist. Oh, I, you've already got me. I, <laughs> I lived in Las Vegas, and we had bees growing up uh, in one of the trees. We got them brought down and put into beehives oh when I was about a teenager as well. Really? So, yeah, no, but I like stamps more. Uh, there's more stamps than there are bees. And there's more, um, you don't have to worry about getting stung. I love them both so much that I'm not going to argue the point because I'm looking at some outstanding covers that you brought to us to look at in the studio today. And I'm just fascinated by stamps because to me, Nadia, stamps are like a collection of history. You, you go back from current stamps to the early stamps, the first issues, and you can learn so much about history. And then... There's the artistic element of a postage stamp. In well, the early days, stamps were truly works of art. Yes. I mean, it's just amazing. And then you combine them with certain covers, cancellations, etc. It's a great way to expand your mind. And I'm a great believer, Nadia, in this. As we continue to expand our mind, our mind has to grow. And our mind has to create new connections, new synapses. It makes us stay younger. It keeps your brain active when you're constantly learning new things. And what a great way. I'm so glad I, I, that you're here because I don't have enough time, really, to devote to my stamp collections on a regular basis. But when I get a chance, I absolutely do it. I had a chance to walk into one of your shops recently downtown. Yes. And uh, I really enjoyed it. So tell us about your downtown world. Well, first off, the reason you're looking at these covers that I put in front of you is because you were talking about wanting to do a, do a special cancellation mm -hmm. for Election Day. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm a stamp collector. I've got a store downtown, in, right in the heart of downtown on Sierra Street. And that's where I've done my business for about the last 15 years. You were talking about special cancellation for Election Day, but what I put out in front of you is a variety of cancellations, mm -hmm. including some first day covers mm -hmm. to show you. Oh yeah. Two nice. different types. And then I also brought in 
a couple of special event cancellation. And the cancellation that you would get on an envelope you posted on election day would be a, an event cancellation which would commemorate whatever you were doing. Now, if you sent it to the post, through the post office to get it counted as a ballot, you would not receive it back. Mm -hmm. But if you sent yourself a letter, as somebody else did here and here, mm -hmm. then you would get your event cancellation with any pictures, any information that you put on it to commemorate mm -hmm. the event. Mm -hmm. uh, I did see one that had a Nixon uh, picture in jail. <laughs> A Nixon picture in jail. Yeah, he, they took the Nixon stamp <laughs> and put little bars across it <laughs> and then mailed it. Well, you know, by today's standards, he would get a Nobel Prize. Uh, not necessarily. <laughs> not necessarily. But I did meet you downtown. I'm in the, the uh, 151 North Sierra, which used to be the old Parker's Western Ware. Mm -hmm. And I've been there for about 15 years. Before that, I was in the 100 North Sierra Street, which used to be the old J.C. Penney's. So uh, yeah. that was for a couple of years, and then they sold the building on us. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it, there's a lot of changes downtown, but oh, yeah. I stay downtown because I get the best, uh, I be get the best people coming into my store, literally from all over the world. My guest today is Nadia Beacon, and Nadia is the owner of ClassicNevada.com and Reno Stamps. Downtown.com, yes. she's inside of the antique building on Sierra Street. And what I love about your location, Nadia, is that you're pretty much right next to the post office. <laughs> Actually, I think they moved it there just for me. <laughs> I know that. I used to have a post office box downtown at the old downtown post office, which is a beautiful building. Yes. Very disappointed when they moved it where they did. However, I understand you know things change and uh, demand changes, but convenient for you, I mean, I remember many times as a young man, Nadia, I would go to the post office and above it, it said philatelic department. Yes. And I was never really sure what that was until I became a stamp collector a few years later. But it's not very common to see that anymore. And so it's nice to know that there is a philatelic department close to the downtown Reno post office. Nadia, you've got some incredible things here. How long have you been in the world of stamp collecting? Probably at least 30 years. I actually enjoyed it when I was a kid, but then got away, did, became human, and uh, joined the military, went to, I was actually stationed out and found about, what, 40 <coughs> years ago. <laughs> uh, I'm not telling. Anyway, so I got you're back a, into stamps then. You were a veteran of the United States Navy. Yes, I am. That's fantastic. I am so honored to be visiting with a Navy veteran, uh, philatelic sister yeah a stamp collector uh you know we, we just have so much in common that we absolutely love but one of the beauties of stamp collecting is that the range is so big there's so many ways to collect stamps and then the types of stamps personally nadia i am a great collector of well what i think were the fastest way to get a letter to anybody in my day as a youth and that is airmail stamps yes when i come back i want to talk a little bit about my interest in the airmail stamp and I want to talk to you more about running a business in downtown Reno because I'm sure with the moves that you've made to finally end up at the location that you are located currently and a successful location it's taken a lot of steps to get there hopefully you can help some of our business owners that are listening and maybe save them some time what do you think I'll try okay we'll be back after this excel your skills in the job market Nevada Technology Academy offers training from the IBM Skills Academy, nvtechacademy.com. Register for classes like artificial intelligence, systems that can program themselves, blockchain that can do for business what the internet did for communications. Excel your skills in the job market. Classes start soon. Visit nvtechacademy.com. That's nvtechacademy.com. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team right here on 1180 AM Radio. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio, Thursday, 3 p.m. on 1180 AM Radio. Nevada Real Estate Radio. 
Guild Mortgage Company is an equal housing lender. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada, 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. Natakwa. Natakwa News, the original, entertaining, informative, and historic publication. Natakwa News is a community newspaper with good news, history, travel, and fun. Natakwa News is delivered to the north slopes of the Sierra Nevada throughout Nevada and California. It's a delightful experience of yesteryear. The articles are outstanding, and the illustrations bring the stories to life. Fun for all ages. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. You're tuned in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. My name is Peter Padilla, and I love giving advice on buying and selling real estate. Many people are looking to move to northern Nevada, and so what the general media, local media, says is that in northern Nevada, there's a housing shortage. Well, I, I have to contend that that's not the case. There is no housing shortage in northern Nevada. There are a lot of people moving into northern Nevada, and obviously there weren't enough houses to begin with. My question is, why are you moving here? You know there aren't enough houses in northern Nevada. Why do you want to move here? I'm talking to people who are coming in from out of state. Nobody talks to the people coming in from out of state that want to move to northern Nevada. Let me give you some good advice. If you're leaving California because you don't like California anymore and you're moving to Nevada, guess what? Nevada is a lot like California. So if you like that, come on over, because you're going to have more of the same. But if you're looking to leave California because you don't like the California living, let me tell you that I have been to some great places recently, and I want to tell you about them. Go ahead. Rocky Ford, Colorado, a great rural area in southern Colorado, close access to the mountains. You're on the plains, essentially, but what a great lifestyle. I absolutely love the rural lifestyle. You know, I grew up on a farm in rural Colorado. What a great way it is to get rid of the stress and hassle of your life. And nowadays, with telecommuting, people are working from their homes more than they're working from their office. You could live anywhere in the country. So that's why I'm saying, if you're looking to leave California because you don't like California, do not come to Nevada. It's too much like California. I recommend Rocky Ford, Colorado. And guess what? I have a ton more recommendations that would be better for you if you're looking to leave that kind of California lifestyle, then Reno, Nevada. It's not going to be the same. If you're looking for something dramatically different, this is not the place. If, however, you are looking to purchase a home in northern Nevada, despite the situation, well, you're just going to have to be prepared to pay a lot more for your home than you would otherwise. When I talk about Rocky Ford, Colorado, I'm talking about being able to buy a home for $90,000, maybe $130,000, You know, if you really want something special, $170,000, small community, it's in a rural area. But compare that to the median home prices in northern Nevada, approaching half a million dollars in the area of $450,000 or more on any given day. Think about it, a half a million dollars. Is it really worth it? It might be, but it might not. With me in the studio, Nadia Beacon. Nadia is the owner of a downtown Reno business. And Nadia, I imagine you've been in the real estate world yourself. Well, for example, what you're just talking about, when we bought our house here in Sparks almost 30 years ago, we paid about $119,000. Mm-hmm. Now our house is worth over $350,000. And <laughs> the idea of trying to find a house right now here in the local area would be incredible. But my husband is a professor over at the University of Nevada, Mm -hmm. and he telecommutes right now because of the COVID thing we're going through. You're thinking about Rocky Ford, Colorado, aren't you? No, I like Nevada. (laughs) (laughs) But I like rural Nevada, away from the people, but Mm -hmm. it doesn't have the same types of amenities that we have here. But you're right, it's a little bit crowded over here. Well, you know, it's just, it really is depending on what you want. But you see, Nadia, and my listeners, I want you to know this. When I purchased my first home, I made the biggest mistakes you can imagine. And what mistake did I make? All of them. All of them. Mm -hmm. All right? You know what the three most important 
rules of real estate are, Nadia? Location, location, location. You're a genius. No. You're a genius. <laughs> I worked with uh, real estate agents uh, for many years before I bought the house. So, yes, it took me 18 months, or my husband and I, 18 months of looking before we found the right house that we could afford in an area we could afford. Like I've said, I've made all the mistakes. When I bought my first house, the first things I thought of were crappy location, crappy location, and crappy location. And then <laughs> guess what I got? I got a crappy location. Mm -hmm. It was horrible, and it changed my whole thought about real estate investing for the rest of my life. And Nadia, it changed my relationship with my wife and my children. Mm. I mean, when you make a big mistake in real estate, no matter how you make it, but it's going to change your life one way or the other. You cannot afford to let one decision, one bad decision in real estate have such an impact in your life and your family. You've got to know what you're doing. And that's why I always tell people that I've made a lot of mistakes. I don't want other people to make the same mistakes I have. Heck, I don't want you to make any mistakes, whether I've made them or not. I want to help you get on the right road that you need to be on to purchase a home and be happy with your decision. A lot of buyer's remorse in my history. I've always felt bad about that first deal because it changed my life so bad. I don't want other people to make that same mistake. So if you're buying a home in Northern Nevada, just know what you're getting into. Yeah. Know that in a lot of places, not too far away from Northern Nevada, you could save yourself $100,000, dollars for the same basic layout of home. It's just not going to be right here. Mm -hmm. Well, when I first started here in northern nevada i started business so this is after actually i started before we bought our house here but uh i actually got a business down in uh in sparks uh on audi boulevard and i i was working in a uh, what do you call it uh, an antiques mall down there uh -huh. but eventually i it was doing well but then the owner she got a stroke, so mm -hmm. the business closed down. So then I had to move to downtown Sparks. Mm -hmm. And it, again, it was a great location, but again, yeah. I didn't have any control over the location. But I was doing my stamps, and I was thinking, this is pretty good. Mm -hmm. But then again, because of transitions in the real estate market, because of the transitions in what was going on downtown uh, on Victorian Square, uh, Again, we had the problem that I had to move out because the business closed over there. So I went to downtown Reno. This was the old J.C. Penney building right on the corner of First and Sierra. And it was great, but again, the building was bought out from underneath us and we had to ch uh, change. And that's how I ended up in my current location at 151 North Sierra. And it's great because it's an antiques mall and I'm one person in the antiques mall, which means we all support each other. And so if you're a small business, then you, you need to get something that you don't have to do all the work by yourself. And that means that it works as synergy. Each, each person has a different take on what they're going to be selling. And because of that, we all form an attractive place for a lot of different tastes and specialties to come into. For example, I saw you down at the Antiques Mall. You were looking at the stamps that I had in my spot, the rocks that were across from my spot. You were looking at some of the uh, guns and knives that were in another person's spot, some of the other types of antiques that were going on as well. And so we all work together. Sometimes when I'm walking around any store, Nadia, uh, employee of the store will come up and say, sir, can I help you with anything? And I say to them, no, I'm just hiding from my wife. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I do to people who come into the store? I'll say, uh, we have this and we have this, and if you need any help, good luck. And you know, they laugh because yep. they realize I'm going to leave them alone until they want to be helped and to buy or look at something specific. Nadia Beacon is my guest. She's from RenoStamps.com and Classic Nevada, located downtown Reno, 151 North Sierra in Reno, Nevada. You're inside the Antiques and Treasures Mall, right next door for the most part to the downtown post office. Yes. And then right on the corner, there's a great restaurant there. Yes. Silver Peak. Oh, yes, it is. And, great place. And I love Silver Peak. And, and, you know, you can put it all together, go have a little bit of lunch, go look at some of Nadia's great collector postage stamps. And fascinating just how great it will be for your brain when you become a stamp collector because you're actually, I believe, in the world of art. You're an art collector. 
And Nadia, I've been to all kinds of museums around the world, and I've seen some great art. Mm -hmm. But on a worldwide basis, postage stamps offer so much, so much more than people can realize. And I think that classic stamps are true gems. I like to collect airmail stamps because when I was a little boy, my mom told me that if you really wanted to get a letter fast to somebody, you send it airmail. I wasn't quite sure exactly how that worked because I was sending the letter to a girlfriend a few blocks away. <laughs> I, I didn't know whether that jet came in. I, you know, I just knew that maybe somehow they got a priority. But the fact is, I'm fascinated by airmail stamps, and I have all but one of the original regular issues of Which the airmail stamps. And the one that I'm missing is the $2.60 Zeppelin. I think it's the C-16. Yeah. And uh, it's one that I'm holding out on. I'm still, I'm still always on the search for. But I know that one stamp is going to complete my airmail collection, Nadia. And it's, a, it's, it's fascinating because in my past, I have uh, been in business where I've had to travel across the country to many cities. And one of the things that made traveling uh, enjoyable for me was that whatever city I was going to, I would do a little research ahead of time and find out who sold postage stamps as mm -hmm. stamp collectors in these cities. In fact, I went to Cork, Ireland and was able cool. to buy stamps at a local stamp shop, an actual store like yours where you can go in and you can see the stamps and you know you can look at them and compare them. You can turn them over and look at the, all the critical details, the gum, mm -hmm. the the you know the the cuts you know it's just it's just really the perforations it's just really amazing when we look at one of the latest magazines you brought with us from the American Philatelist I have the May issue no, here American Philatelist I say Philatelist well that's because Philatelist will get you everywhere <laughs> stamp joke um, <laughs> Philatelist yeah and the other one that I usually uh, have available is Lynn's Stamp mm -hmm. News it's a weekly. Yep. So this is a monthly, that's a weekly. Yeah, so these, these two stamps that are shown on the cover of American Philatelist from May 2020 are two one-penny postage stamps. Now this these, is two pence. Oh, one one pence. penny and two pence, right? And these are not U.S. stamps. These are probably British stamps, right? Yeah, but the, what's so important about these is this stamp here, which is a black one, it's the one penny. It's the one penny black. Mm -hmm. It is the very first postage stamp ever issued mm -hmm. from 1840. Mm -hmm. The United States didn't get uh, postage stamps until 1847. Mm -hmm. So this one here, if it's mint or used, depends. It's not as expensive as other stamps because yeah. they made so many of it, but oh it my. is the very first stamp that was ever Oh, issued. yeah, the penny block. I've heard much about it. And it's talked to me about the blue, the two-pence stamp. Is this stamp an available stamp? Yeah, both of them are available. It's just going to be, con uh, it's going to depend on condition, condition, condition. Mm -hmm. So you, you talk, in no. real estate, you talk about location, location, location. Yeah. And in postage stamps, you're talking about condition, condition, condition. And so with this particular stamp, you need it, it is an imperforated stamp, which means it doesn't have all those little uh, ridges and edges on the side. Right. It's, a, it's cut out because that's how they did it at the beginning. Yeah. They would cut the stamp out, and then they would take some glue and glue it onto an envelope. But it's the first time. Before that, the person who received the stamp had to pay for it, not the person who sent the stamp. And that wasn't very efficient because what if somebody didn't want to take it to get that bill? They would Sounds say, like no, I don't want that stamp. I don't want that envelope. So, Nadia, one of the things I love about the American postal system that doesn't really exist now that I know of, but it did when I was a kid, COD. Yes. You remember COD? Yes, Cash I do. Cash on delivery. My mother would order packages from different kinds of mail houses, and the package would come in COD. That means the postman would come to the door. He says, ma'am, I have your package. It's $42.10, and she'd have to pay right there. Right. I remember a few times when my mom said, you know, I just don't have the money right now. And so he'd take the package back to the post office, and he'd come back a week later and see if she had the money yet. And sometimes she did, and sometimes she didn't. And, you know, it was just funny the way things worked out in those days. Nadia Beacon is my guest from RenoStamps.com in Classic Nevada downtown. Mm -hmm. We have to take a break, but when we come back, we're going to talk more about the wonderful world of stamp collecting. And guess what? We are going to talk about real estate on Nevada Real Estate Radio after this. Excel your skills in the job market. 
Nevada Technology Academy offers training from the IBM Skills Academy, nvtechacademy.com. Register for classes like cybersecurity, systems that understand, reason, learn, and protect from cyber threats. The Internet of Things, transforming industries by leveraging cutting-edge technologies. Classes start soon. Visit nvtechacademy.com. That's nvtechacademy.com. Your Nevada Real Estate Questions with answers from Peter Padilla. We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. I'm enjoying my conversation with Nadia Beacon talking about the wonderful world of philatelists, being a postage stamp collector. It's a great way to spend some time and enjoy the travels in your mind that you only get when you travel with stamp collecting. We're here today, though, to also talk about real estate and real estate in northern Nevada. Every month I get these latest stats from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors, and this week we got their information just yesterday. So the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors is continuing uh, to inform us that they have continued strong sales volumes and transactions. They are actually were up 17.4% from last year. Now we're looking at the latest stats, the October 2020 stats, from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. Now, there was a slight decrease of 1.1% on the median sales price compared to last month, but the dip is less than the historical dips for this seasonal change that we have, you know, the typical back to school. But remember, we have strong price increases for condominiums and townhomes all across Reno, Nevada, and Sparks, Nevada as well. The Association of Realtors said, and I quote, this remains a robust seller's market as the inventory of homes for sale in Reno and Sparks is currently less than a one-month supply. Now, the national average is a four-month supply. Properties listed under $600,000 are in high demand less than a month on the market before going into contract, as quoted by Erica Lamb, realtor and president of the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. Erica has been on our radio show. She's also a property manager. So if anybody knows real estate in Northern Nevada, Erica Lamb, she's on it. Because newly listed homes are on the market for only an average of 36 days before they're contracted for sales, having a great contact at the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors is invaluable assistance so that buyers can move quickly to purchase a home that meets their needs. And we've talked about the kind of buyers that are coming into northern Nevada. More important information is divided by region and is provided by the Reno Sparks Association to us and to the general public. All you have to do is deal with a licensed real estate professional that is a member of the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. We're going to look at the median home prices in Reno Sparks and in the Reno North Valleys when we come back later on the show to talk about the latest stats from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors, back after this. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team right here on 1180 AM Radio. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio, Thursday, 3 p.m. on 1180 AM Radio. Nevada Real Estate Radio. 
Guild Mortgage Company is an equal housing lender. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada, 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. I love Sherry Hill, and you will too after you listen to the Sherry Hill Radio Show. Sherry Hill is known as the wealth protection diva because she knows the world of business like no one else. Robert Kiyosaki, author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, recommended her book, Incorporate and Get Rich. And to this day, the phone keeps on ringing from people that want more success from their business. Tune in every Monday to the Sherry Hill Radio Show, 1130 a.m. right here on 1180 a.m. radio. The Sherry Hill Show, Mondays, 1130 a.m. The best thing you can do for your business, Nevada Real Estate Radio. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. I'm very excited about the work we do to help keep technology jobs in Nevada. Talking earlier about people moving in from out of state. Many of those people are moving into Nevada from out of state because they are finding jobs in Nevada. What about jobs for Nevadans that are already here? People that have lived here two years, five years, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. A little more priority for Nevadans, I think, would be a great thing for all of us. I'm glad to talk about Nevada Technology Academy. They are offering the IBM Skills Academy. And you know, with the shrinking technology skills gap, students are able to turn their love of technology now into a dynamic and exciting career in the world of technology. Classes at Nevada Technology Academy are scheduled to start on Monday, October 19th. You will be amazed when you get involved with education that works. Programs designed by and developed by current technology industry experts. The knowledge that you get will provide students with such a broad multidisciplinary education. It's going to be easier to capture high-paying entry jobs in the fast-growing technology industry in Nevada and, heck, all across America. Some of these first-time jobs pay $60,000, dollars $80,000 a year. It's amazing the demand for people that have knowledge of cybersecurity, the Internet of Things, blockchain, artificial intelligence. I mean, the sky's the limit. If you know somebody or you yourself can benefit from expanding your career, in the world of technology, call Nevada Technology Academy, 775-849-4983, or visit renotechacademy.com. With me in the studio, I have Nadia Beacon as my guest. I've known Nadia for a few years because I am a stamp collector, a postage stamp collector from way back, philatelist, if you will. Mm -hmm. And as a philatelist, I occasionally attend for philatelist meetings. And I remember way back, probably eight, nine, ten years ago, I met Nadia, had a chance to stop into one of her stores when she was in downtown Reno. And ever since we met at Nevada Stamp Study Society, well, we've been able to get connected now and then. And it's just such a peaceful experience to be a stamp collector because you get your mind off of a lot of the world problems. Nowadays, I think we have plenty. In fact, I always remember that one of the great stamp collectors of our of our time, before my time, Franklin mm -hmm. Delano Roosevelt. Absolutely. So FDR, uh, our president, during a time of great struggle in America, mm -hmm. and it was in the Depression era, mm -hmm. and Franklin Delano Roosevelt encouraged U.S. citizens to be productive in their time and to occupy their time in educational pastimes and in delightful pastimes so you could get away from your troubles a little bit. That's how I know that he promoted stamp collecting and to this day he's one of my favorite classic stamp collectors of all time. Nadia, what can you tell me about that? Well, he was right because stamps do a lot of things. They help you travel when you're stuck at home. It has been so much fun so for so many of my stamp people because while everybody else was complaining about staying at home, we were saying, thank you, God. Yeah, I'm getting <laughs> into my stamp collection now. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I was having so much fun. I've got so much material, mm -hmm. both at the store. That was hard not being able to go to the store just to play over there. But I have enough material, and most stamp collectors have so much material, and we enjoy going through it. 
with stamp collecting, it's not just pieces of paper, it is showing you the world. Mm -hmm. uh, a few moments ago, I was showing you some stamps that are from Turkey. Now, I had a chance to go to Turkey as part of a Fulbright program. My husband was a, is a professor, and we went to Turkey for a Fulbright. And I got to eat in, one of, in a restaurant that is a building that is featured on a Turkish stamp. And mm. I showed you that. Yeah. And there are some other places. But that's just one place. Stamps tell stories. They tell history. You can see the rise and fall of dictators on their stamps. Mm -hmm. For example, you can see Eva Perone on a stamp. And then you can see absolutely no trace of her on any future stamps. Mm -hmm. You can see dictators or uh, people that we don't particularly approve on of showing up on stamps and then their immediate disappearance. In uh, the United States, we have people who have Hitler stamps and I have people come in and say, I have a Hitler stamp, is it worth anything? And I say, no. And the reason why is because when our boys were over in Germany during World War II, mm -hmm. guess what? There were a lot of bombed out post offices and they could pick up all these used or unused stamps and bring them back to the United States in their duffel bags. Uh. And then they found out, well, they're just not worth anything because nobody particularly wanted them or even now. So stamps have a value, but most stamps are not valuable. Mm -hmm. It's only a couple of them. For example, that one airmail that you don't have, yeah. That one there is going for a pretty penny, and it depends. Do you want it mint or do you want it used? Then, the condition, condition, condition. Is it hinged or is it unhinged? Now, we have a little bit of a joke because according to philatelists, mm -hmm. stamp collectors, the best stamps are unhinged, and that means that the best stamp collectors must be unhinged. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I see you're agreeing yes, with me. Yes, <laughs> I'm totally unhinged, and uh, <laughs> you could not be more accurate on that. Not because I have this strange, strange thing right now, because it is the last stamp in my airmail stamp collection. I want the absolute best. I, it's got to be mint, never hinged, perfectly centered, and a plate single. A plate a, single? A plate okay. single. So what I'm saying is I'm leaving myself no room I'll never find the stamp is what I'm no, saying. No, 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 no. That's not necessarily <laughs> true. Okay, but here. So you're talking about stuff that a lot of people don't understand. It's kind of like when you're talking about real, real estate, you say, like, I want a house in that subdivision. Yeah, but do you want it on a main street or do you want it in a cul-de-sac? Well, the same thing happens with stamps. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, you know, when you're talking about a plate block, a normal plate block is usually four stamps together with a plate number on it. Mm -hmm. With airmails, especially that airmail, it's six stamps together with the plate number on it. They don't make it easy, do they? No, but that's why it's valuable. Yes. Okay? Because yes. it's, it's something in demand, and so you're trying for the best. You remember how you were talking about in real estate you made a couple mistakes? Mm -hmm. Well, you don't want to make a root mistake with your stamps. Exactly. So what you're looking for is a single stamp of the type you're talking about with the plate number on it. Right. And so that you're going to have to look a little bit. It's kind of like for real estate. Oh, you yeah. got to look for the right one. Yes. And you have to find out the one that you want. Yes, and I've been looking for the stamp for a little while, Nadia. I'm on 28 years now looking for the stamp because it's a combination of a lot of things, including the price. I know yeah. that this is a pricey stamp, and uh, I want to make sure that when I get there that it is the one I want to complete the collection. My, See, only, my only concern is this. I, when I complete the collection, what am I going to do? How oh, am I going to live? What trust kind of, me. What's going to happen to all of that anticipation that I've had all these years? My husband <laughs> got finished buying all the Mauritian stamps that he could afford, that yeah. we could afford, yeah. without spending $2.5 million. The Mauritian stamps. Yeah, which is, uh, uh, Blue Mauritius is one of the most famous stamps in the world. Oh, wow. But he got all the stamps from Mauritius that he could afford, so now what he's doing, he's buying, buying Ottoman Empire stamps. Mm-hmm. And since he has a wife that does this kind of stuff, it's a little bit easier for him. Nadia Beacon is my guest. I'm looking at some incredible things that you brought here for me to look at in our radio studio. Uh, Ian has taken a few photos, so we're going to take a few shots of some of the things that we are talking about. But uh, I'm always delighted and fascinated to see 
all of these philatelic items. Nadia, this is so cool. You've got a, uh, a cover here from 1941. This was 1946, right? actually, the first day issue. And this is honoring the armed forces. And I see we have uh, five stamps, one from each branch of the military. Yes. And it's the first day of issue. It's a beautiful stamp. And I have, I, I, you know, you can just imagine the times of yesteryear by looking at the stamps, seeing how people are dressed, seeing their smiling faces, seeing their pride in being part of the U.S. Armed Forces. And then, of course, the next stamp, there's a chicken on it here. So it's quite a, quite a range that we're covering here from the poultry industry to honoring the Armed Forces. That's what's beautiful about Stamp collecting. Some of the things I also collect in the world of stamps, not here. Ships on stamps. Okay. I like that. And uh, so if somebody collected chickens on stamps, right, this would be... Oh, actually, I've had people who collect rabbits on rabbits stamps. Rabbits on stamps. Yeah, I mean, there's just all sorts of interesting... I also loved the more recent uh, outer space stamps, the ones yeah. that showed the planets and all that. It was just fascinating. Not did yet, you could, get the eclipse stamps? Uh, I got the eclipse stamps. Yes, I did. Okay. Yes, I did. And... Uh, I just I just love going into your store, Nadia. I, I have to turn myself off to stop talking about stamps because our time is up on the show. But I want to encourage people to visit your store, downtown Reno, located at 151 North Sierra. But you also have a great website. So tell us about the website. Well, my websites are very, very vanilla. I want people to come in. I don't sell online yet. Sometime I might. But... Most stamp collectors want to see the stamps. They want to touch it. They're so tired of going to places online like eBay or something and then finding out what they were promised is not exactly what they got. They want to look and they want to be tempting. And that's what all retail is about, especially when you've got a place downtown. I have people coming from all over the world who want to play with stamps because they can't, don't have a place locally. I had my own store downtown for a couple of years until they doubled the rent on me. And guess what? Three years later and $60,000 from me later that I saved, it's still empty. So when you're talking about retail downtown, you have to find a location, location, location. And I've got the location and I don't have to do all the work, so I'm happy. And if you own a building anywhere or you own a business where you're leasing out space anywhere, think about what Nadia is saying. Maybe you can get a little bit more rent from your tenant, but if you raise the rent too much, you may lose years of income over what could have been just a few dollars difference. Nadia, thanks for coming in, and I'm encouraging everybody to visit you at the store, 151 North Sierra, Reno Stamps and Classic Nevada. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. We'll be back after this. SunTech Storm Windows are the clear, tough, versatile way to lock out cold winter drafts on your windows and doors. If you want to immediately reduce your energy bill, call SunTech 224-5093 for fast, friendly installation. Another real estate professional that's not actually a realtor that gives me great information is a gentleman named Brian Cushing from the Cushing team at Guild Mortgage. Brian is an outstanding mortgage lender. Brian Cushing has the knowledge, the skill, and the team to get the job done for you. It is truly a pleasant experience going into the offices of the Cushing team. They're real pros. They've got all the information you need to help you make the right decision and make the adjustments you need to improve your situation. Call Brian Cushing at 775-453-0345 or visit homeloansreno.com and tell him Peter sent you. Brian Cushing's NMLS license number is 303 045, and he's, of course, an equal housing lender. I'm talking about real estate and real estate in northern Nevada. Got the stats from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors just yesterday. In September of 2020, Reno Sparks had 680 sales of existing single-family homes. That's an increase of 17.4% from last year, 3.8% increase from the previous months. The median sales price for an existing single-family residence in Reno Sparks $440,000. That's an increase of 11.4% from last year, a very slight 1.1 decrease from the previous month. Now, the median sales price of an existing condominium or townhome in Reno Sparks in September of 2020 was $269,250. That's a 26.4% increase from just a year ago. 
I mean, who says you can't make money in the world of real estate? Can you imagine spending a small amount of money for a down payment with a great mortgage and then knowing that you have built so much equity in a home in just a year? It's no wonder people want to buy homes in northern Nevada. In Reno specifically, including the North Valleys, the median home sales price was $461,550. That's an increase of 14% from last year and a slight 1.5 decrease from the previous month. Now, when we look at Sparks, a little bit better value. The median sales price for an existing single-family residence was $415,000. That's an increase of 9.2% from last year and unchanged from the previous month. Now, one of my favorite communities that I talk about if you want great value is not that far away from Reno and absolutely not far away from Sparks. I'm talking about Fernley. Fernley, Nevada, approximately 25 to 30 miles east of Reno on Interstate 80. In September of 2020, Fernley had 51 sales of existing single-family homes. Now, that's a 24.4% increase from last year. I see a trend here. And a 10.5% decrease from the previous month. That's a lot bigger decrease in one month than Reno and Sparks had. But that increase of 24.4%, the thing is in Fernley, I see a lot of great opportunity. And it's evident by the median sales price for an existing single-family home, $289,900. That's an increase of 8.6% from last year, a 3.4% decrease from the previous month. I love Fernley, Nevada. I love the values. And remember this, if you're a first-time home buyer, the chances are you'll be in that first home for maybe five years at the most because life changes, things change, you change your mind, you maybe have so much equity you decide to sell it. There's a lot of different opportunities and reasons, but you've got to be a real estate owner. So don't get hung up on this deal that I don't want to live in this place for the rest of my life. Why would I want to buy a home there? Look, whether it's Sparks you're talking about, Reno you're talking about, or Fernley, Nevada, it's a great investment to buy real estate. The numbers do not lie. You want to learn more? Give us a call here at the studio, and I'd be happy to visit with you at 775-786-5515. When it comes to real estate investing, you need to talk to Sherry Hill from Sage International. She can help you structure your corporation so that your investment property is titled properly and you get the maximum protection and benefits from incorporating your real estate investment business. We're going to come back next week with some great topics on our program about real estate, real estate for investors. And, you know, like today, we talked about stamp collecting and how my stamp collector is involved and connected in the world of real estate. A lot of great things you can learn from people just when you talk to them and listen to their guidance, advice, and experiences. We hope you'll tune in again next week. Same time, same station. Tell your friends and family, too, so they can learn and make great decisions when it comes time to buy or sell real estate. Until then, goodbye, everybody. You have been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com.